Welcome back to Worship Weekly. Be sure to like, comment, subscribe, and most importantly, share Worship Weekly with someone else this week. This week's message will continue with Believer's Behavior Part 2. We'll start reading in Ephesians chapter 5. But first, the Scotland Evangelical Presbyterian Church Choir.
chapter 5, the third thing you want to walk in love, verses 1 through 6. Boy, this is something you need to learn to learn, love people. Love them like they are. You can't change them, but God can. I've seen a lot of people change. I couldn't change them. But I introduced them to the Lord Jesus Christ, and they got saved. And they changed their lifestyle. Changed. And that was a blessing. Number one, verse one, be ye therefore followers of God as dear children. Walk in love, follow God. And walk in love, underline that in verse two. Walk in love as Christ also had loved us and had given himself for us in offering and a sacrifice to God for a sweet-smelling Savior. Walk in that love and you'll smell right. God, people know was a Christian. I had a man I used to squirrel hunt with years ago when I first got saved I could become a preacher. And he used to come to the car lot. He'd drink, he'd cuss, run women. Him and his daddy would shoot each other, at each other, get drunk. He'd shoot holes in the house. And I liked the man, and I hunted with him a lot. But he'd come to my car lot and sit in my office and try to make me cuss, try to make me drink, try to get me to do it, and I wouldn't do it. I said, I belong to Jesus, I don't do that stuff. I didn't drink before I got saved, but I cussed, and I stopped that. So let me say this, and walk in love, and I treated that man the way he needed to be treated. And his preacher come see me one Monday morning at the car lot, and he said, Brother Jackson, I want you to know Clinton Lashon got saved yesterday morning. I said, what? He said, yeah, but he told me, he says, I've tried to get Brother Jackson to cuss or to drink and do everything ungodly. He never would. He said he was a Christian. And I want what he's got. And this little girl put his arms around his neck and said, Daddy, are you going to go to heaven with us or are you going to die and go to hell? And he said, No, baby. I'm getting saved this morning. I'm going to go to heaven with y'all. And that preacher come and told me about that man getting saved. And I was tickled with that. He's still living, and he's still going to church. He's a deacon in a Baptist church. And uh, like he got killed several years ago, tractor fell on top of him, loading it up, come off a trailer and fell on top of him and flipped. But he lost his wife last year. I seen him here a while back. And I tried to pray for him. I was praying this morning in my truck going to McDonald's, get a biscuit, and... I was praying for his, his name coming to my mind. And I start praying for his Lord, he must need some prayer. Right now I want to pray for him. Hopefully he's doing all right. Rest his family, I don't know. Verse 3, underline it. But fornication and all uncleanness, underline that. Or covetousness, underline it. Let it not be once named among you as becoming saints. Don't you live in fornication. That's sin, it's impure. You don't need that. Verse 4, neither filthiness, nor foolish talking, nor gesturing which are not convenient, but rather giving of thanks. You need to underline that. Verse 4, underline an old verse of scripture there. 
verse 5, for that you know that no whoremong you underline, underline that, no unclean person, no covenant man who is an idolater has any inheritance in the kingdom of Christ and of God. Underline verse 5. You need to underline that. And you understand it. Read it back. Let no man deceive you with vain words. For because of these things coming to wrath of God upon the children of disobedience, God's going to whip you. You might think you're getting by with it right now, but you ain't going to get by with it later. When I was in school, Tahoe High School, when I was in high school, out of a deacon in the Baptist church was slipping around on his wife. He went to sleep with her and fell dead in bed with her. She had to put some clothes on and call for a corner police and call his wife. And I know that was a sad situation. I was Catholic then, but I thought about him and said, boy, that been a horrible thing to do. And, but she had to call up, and he died in bed with her. And I'd have hated to be in his place or her place. And I hope he was saved. He was a deacon in a Baptist church in Taoga, but I don't know if he's saved or not. Verse 7, be not. Ye therefore partakers with them. Don't walk with them. That's what the Bible says. Don't walk with them. Walk in love. Verse, the fourth thing, you want to see verse 7 through 14. Be not ye therefore partakers with them. Don't run around with people like that. Uh, my wife used to run around with a preacher's wife and before I become a preacher. I was Catholic, and that old boy was running around, and was slipping around with a girl at work, and he told me about it, laughed about it. He was a preacher's son. And his daddy had a lot of kids from him inside the church. He was a, a whoremonger. He wasn't a preacher. He wasn't a godly preacher. And they were Pentecost. And that boy, I went and the guard with both his sons. And that man was running. And I said, son, if your wife's doing that, you're going to be in trouble. I found out, she found out that he was running around with her. So she started running around somebody like my wife told me when she was with her that day when she was flirting with a man. And I said, you ain't going with her no more. And I stopped her from going. That boy come, preacher's son come talk to him. Why you won't let your wife go with my wife no more? I said, brother, let me tell you something. Uh, what you, you live, I told you not to uh, sleep with that gal you're working with over there. And you've been doing it, said your wife wasn't going to catch you. I think she got wind of it. And, She's doing the same thing, so you need to stop that foolishness. She's going to cost you your marriage. He says, what? He said, do you know that for a fact? I said, yes, sir, I do. Why do you think I got my wife away from her? And he says, well, would you come to court with me? Next week, he come talk to me. He said, would you come to court with me? And let him know. I said, no, sir. I tried to warn you you wouldn't listen to me. You had to take care of yourself. And they got a divorce. And... Uh, and when I had a little church in Taoga, she her daughter got saved and son-in-law in my church, and they was going to join. And they asked Mama to come. She did. And Mama came. She knew me. And she says, I couldn't go to that church because I would feel guilty. I'd feel guilty 
telling Brother Jackson something, some of my sins or something. But she knew I knew her, and I knew all about her and her background stuff. So she didn't, she wouldn't come unless she got a daughter or son-in-law out of church. But that's all right. She'll pay for it one day. She was a Pentecostal. Verse 8, For ye were sometimes dark, dark, but now you ye light in the Lord. Underline that walk as children of light. And that's what we was talking about a while ago. Walk, walk in the light right here. That's what it's all about. We need to walk in the light. Live for Jesus. Let folks know you're a Christian. If people start cussing around me, I tell them real quick, like, listen, I don't like that kind of words. I don't want to cuss. I used to be a cusser before I got saved. I wish you'd just keep your mouth shut around me. Not turn around and walk off. I don't play with that kind of stuff. And verse 9, For the fruit of the Spirit is all goodness and righteousness and truth. Underline that. The fruit of the Spirit is all goodness and righteousness and truth. Verse 10, Proving what is acceptable unto the Lord. And it's walking in light, brother, nothing in darkness. Verse 11, Have no fellowship with the unfruitful works of darkness, but rather reprove them. And the people that live like that, get around you, somebody said, you need to talk to them, tell them about Jesus. They'll leave you alone. They won't be running around with you. Verse 4, For it is a shame even to speak of those things which are done of them in secret. My sister who in Texas, she's a Pentecostal, but she she don't like to hear that music or nothing like that because she used to go to them honky-tones and drink and dance with different men and stuff and when she was a younger and she married twice she married three times before. she lost both her second and third husband the first husband died second husband i led him to christ the second husband died and he was led to christ the third husband was a christian but i want you to know brother and sister in christ that it pays if you want to communicate with somebody and fellowship with somebody Make sure they're living right. Don't, don't fool with them if they're not. Verse 13, But all things that are reproved are made manifest by the light. For whatsoever does make manifest is light. And said, You can't. Some people living in sin and getting away with it. But let me tell you something. You can't hide from God. You can't have nothing from God. He knows everything, everything about you. You can forget about it, brother. He knows you. And he'll... He'll get a hold of you one day. You're not going to fool around with God and get away with it. Verse 14, wherefore, he said, Awake thou that sleep and arise from the dead, and Christ shall give thee light. So walk in that, in that light. God will give it to you. He'll help you. He'll guide you and direct you. Verse 15 through 17, then walk circumspectly. Uh, or see, then that he walked circumspect to underline that. Not as fools, but as wise. And that circumspectly means to walk carefully. Be careful the way you walk. Don't just get out there and get in trouble. It ain't worth it. And I say, I'll tell you this right now. My wife is the only woman I have slept with, and I ain't wanted another one. And I'm one now, I'm 81 years old, and I just turned 81. 
and I just thank God that I stayed pure and my wife stayed pure. All the time we was married and uh, before we got married, my daddy used to get women and pay them and try to get me. And he thought something was wrong with me. When there wasn't nothing wrong with me, I just didn't find a woman I liked and I met my wife. Verse 16, remembering, redeeming the time because the days are evil. Man, we're living in an evil world today. It's getting worse and worse, don't we? I understand, look at the news this morning, that got 400,000 immigrants coming, more of them coming. We done got a million already, and they're ruining our country. They're gonna make a third world country out of it. I'm looking to go up in the rapture any day, any night, any time. Wouldn't, wouldn't surprise me a bit. Verse 17, wherefore be ye the unwise, but understanding what the will of the Lord is. You know what the will of the Lord is? I mean, he said, be not drunk with wine, wherein it says, but be filled with the Spirit. He wants you to be filled, underline verse 18. He wants you to be filled with the Spirit. And you can't be filled with the Spirit if you're not saved. Verse 19, speaking to yourselves in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody in your heart to the Lord. Sing some of them old Christian songs. I love to see some of them country and western singers make a, Alan Jackson made a old album for his mama and give it to her for her birthday or when she was uh, her, her time, her next birthday. No, he gave it to her for Christmas. And I thought that was real nice. And I seen another woman in that big shot making a Christian song. It's the first one she made. And she wasn't nothing as a young girl. When she started singing, it was doing good. They loved her. And she got married. She got two or three kids now. But she just made a Christian. I heard her singing that recently. And that, that was God said, well, that's it's better than what you were singing. Be yourselves in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs. Sing it and make a melody in your heart. To the Lord, verse 20, giving thanks always for all thanks unto God. And the Father in the name of our Lord, Jesus Christ. We need to thank God. We need to try. Right now I'm trying to have a bathroom put in a walk-in tub that my wife came on. She's got that Ligurit disease. And she can't only get in the tub no more. And I went to the VA and talked to him, and, and uh, one woman wanted to give me two thousand dollars. The next woman I went to, the other one was gone. I went and talked to the other woman, and uh, she said I'd get sixty four hundred dollars. And I turned it over to God. I said, God, you can take care of that. I'm not gonna sit around worry about it. Lose a lot of sleep over it, cause. If you want us to have that tub, we need it. I know it. Both of us need it. I can't hardly get out of a tub myself now. But my wife just can't move her legs with the Laguerre disease. And I just pray God that we get it done. I'm going to call them next week because they wouldn't put a checking account. This week. So I'm going to find out what they're doing with the money. If they're doing anything, we'll find out exactly what I get. Because I can't get it done for, for $2,000. It's $6,400. All they want to give me is 2000 one of them. The other lady want to give me 6400 If it goes through with hers, it, it'll go through. And I can get it done, but don't want to be able to get it done. 
but I'm going to trust God on it. In verse 21, submit yourself one to another in the fear of God. It says 22, wives, love your husbands. Submit yourselves unto your own husbands as unto the Lord. For the husband is the head of the wife. Christ headed you. Now, the sixth thing I want you to look at, walk carefully, was the fifth thing, I believe. The sixth thing is to walk in harmony. Verse 19 to 33. Walk in harmony. And this is what we're talking about, verse 19. On down here, we're talking about walking in harmony. You can't walk in harmony if you don't walk and try to do it like. You need to walk alike. Love your husband, respect your husband. For the husband is the head of the wife, even as Christ is the head of the church. And he is the savior of the world, of the body. He's the provider of the body. Verse 24, therefore, as the church is subsequent to Christ, so let the wives be there to their own husbands in everything. Then it says, husbands, underline that, love your wives, even as Christ also loved the church and gave himself for In verse 26, 27, underline it, that he might sanctify and cleanse it with the washing of the water by that word, that he might present it to himself a glorious church, not having spot or wrinkle or any such thing, but what, that it should be holy and without blemish. And God's going to make sure you're holy without blemish. When he directs you to the, to the Lord Jesus Christ, when you get to heaven, you're going to be having, not having spot or record as any such thing, but that it should be holy and without blemish. So all men that love their wives as their own bodies, he that loveth his wife loved himself. For no man ever yet hated his own flesh, but nursed and cherished it, even as the Lord, the church. For we are members of the body, of his body, of his flesh, and of his bones. For this goal shall a man leave his father and his mother, and shall be joined unto his wife, and they shall be one flesh. This is a great mystery. But I speak concerning Christ and the church, and nevertheless, let every one of you in particular, so love his wife, even as himself, and the wife see that she reverent her husband. So husband and wife need to respect one another, reverence one another. Walk in harmony, not fussing and fighting. I know a lot of people, I see a lot of divorces all over the country, and it's a pitiful thing. But it's, it's there, and people get divorces every, every, every day. And I don't like to see it. And Lord, take this message and put it in the hearts of the people that then I preached it to this morning. Whoever hears it, let them respond to it. If they're not saved, let them get saved. If they're saved and not living right, let them start living for Jesus. Well, thank you for it. In Jesus' sweet name, amen. Thank you for listening to me. This is Reverend Danny Jackson from the First Faith Baptist Church. In Rogue Louisiana, talking to travelers on the radio. We'll let y'all know that you need to get saved if you're not saved. And if you are saved, you need to go to church. 
And if you don't go to church, you ought to be ashamed of yourself.